Hey, welcome back everyone to the Vibrant Family podcast video. And today is uh, a special topic based on your background there, uh, Pastor Terrence. You know, that is a reminder to us that we have not been gathered as a church for what? Five months now, isn't it? Yeah, five months this week. But you know what's interesting as I think about that is that even though the church is empty like that, we are not really closed, are we? Our church is not closed. Not at all. We've been having so many conversations and meetings. Our groups are running. Our leaders are faithful. There's all these ministries being planned. And for sure, the reopening task force is on top of things as we're pivoting towards outdoor worship for the next season. So today, kind of, I want to think about what does that mean to be waiting but not waiting? You know, in some ways, we're kind of hovering. I'm waiting for what the school district's going to tell me. My kids going to go back to school in person or online. I'm waiting for uh, what the governor's going to say next. Uh, for me, I'm waiting for the stores to open so I can return a bunch of stuff that I ordered online. You know, we're kind of waiting to see the next step. But with church, I feel like that's not the proper stance that we should be taking. We're not waiting around, right? We really shouldn't because we know what the Bible says about the church. The church is actually people. So even when the building is closed and as we're getting ready to reopen again, one step at a time, there's so much that people can do to not only prepare for that, but also to shape the culture that we will be returning to and also to think about who we can invite to join with us and maybe more importantly, who we can invest in during this time since our vision is all about disciple making. Well, speaking of the vision, maybe we just need a little bit of refresher on that vision and our mission, the, the mission of our existence, the purpose of our existence. You know, it's easy to re be reminded of that when we're gathered every Sunday, Friday, Wednesday, and it's very obvious to us that we are a church. But as we're not gathered now, we kind of need a little bit of more of a refresher of what is the purpose of our existence as, as a church. Well, the phrase that you hear often thrown around at every level, hopefully is simply this, that we aim to glorify God by being a vibrant church of disciple makers. And maybe then it's the definition of that or the understanding of that that needs to hit home for us because we might have different views of what being a vibrant disciple maker looks like, that if the church consists of vibrant disciple makers, then we would become a vibrant church. What do you think makes somebody a vibrant disciple maker? I think even just the first phrase, don't discount it too quickly when we say to glorify God. Mm. That is our purpose of our existence, first and foremost, to glorify God. So whether you're just at home, um, you know, on your computer like we are now, or, you know, if you do have to work outside the home and have to be in some uh, little higher risk of exposure and all that, the uh, first main purpose is to remember we are to glorify God. Yeah, that's right. And if we're talking about disciple making, then what is our primary focus? Well, people. You can't disciple a building. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can't disciple uh, you know, facilities, I guess. The vibe disciple making, it has to be people investing in people and has to be life on life. I cannot uh, disciple you from, from uh, just talking to you, it, there, there's relationship, isn't it? Yeah, so this is something that calls all of us to be involved as a church family in particular, because not any few people could disciple an entire congregation. You know, not 
a few professionals or people that are more gifted or trained can reach our entire community. So if the focus is on people, then it gives us the right priorities that the building houses a lot of disciple making activity, which is why we're excited for when we can go back again. And when we go outdoors, that would be a wonderful next step. But it's going to be what we do with it and how we engage people and how we reach out to our non-Christian friends and neighbors and how we encourage and bring and equip those in our church family through the building and through the services and the programs that we have. Yeah, and then not have to just not not relying on the program itself. I think it's easy when we have the building and we're gathered to kind of just plug in into something. Uh, now we don't have that sort of a structure and system, and it does take a little bit more initiative. And that's why I thought it would be good to kind of refresh our mission. That gives us the motivation to intentionally, hey, let's be vibrant, vibrant disciple makers to glorify God. Yeah, and we could do this in the home and in the church. And in many ways, it's going to be what we do in our homes that we could bring back to be able to fill the culture and the people of the church. And so do you have any ideas for maybe how we can pursue vibrancy during this time and how we can invest in people? Well, I think there's so many opportunities, PT, you know, um, because um, we don't have the geographical uh, and time to have to, like, I got to drive to your house, right? Before, it'd be kind of strange for me to say, hey, do you want to talk to me over FaceTime or Zoom? But now we kind of expect that. I, I, I really think it's a great opportunity for people to take advantage of video calling and have even like you and I right here talking. It's almost the same as talking in person, except we can't share a meal. I can't bring you, you know, my homemade kombucha. Sorry, PT. But the kombucha. <laughs> still, we can still engage and talk in this very much the same way. Yeah, that's right. So we could definitely be intentional in reaching out to people. And in fact, nowadays, there's so many ways, so many platforms, messaging, video conferencing, you could send emails, which is a preference for some of us. And phone calls are never out of vogue at all. It's great to hear each other's voices, even if you don't see each other on video. You know, somebody was just telling me that, you know, it's kind of nice to randomly receive a text from someone. And um, I thought, well, let me see. What I think is strange that if somebody whom I haven't contacted before or been in touch with randomly text me, and I thought, no, that would be really nice. That would be really nice of somebody randomly that I hadn't talked to. Sometimes, you know, generally you might run into that person at church and, and say a few words, but now we don't have that opportunity. But you've, if we randomly text somebody as if we're running into them, I, I wouldn't mind that. I think those are opportunities that we can make in a simple way. Yeah, and in our church family, we have so many gifted people and creative people too. I've seen beautiful calligraphy, uh, cards, uh, wonderful things that people write and paint and draw. So those are things that would be useful to encourage and build other people up as well. You know, there are many things that people are gifted with, like you said, people different uh, gifting. Um, I think it's more of the heart that you come from a place of being generous mm. with, with your gifts and your time and the investing and the intention of investing in people. And if you're willing to be generous with that, I mean, there are endless possibilities. But I think for me, even for me, I have to say I'm kind of selfish with my time and not taking the time to like get into my car and maybe I can drop something off at your doorstep 
And that takes intention plus a generosity of my time that, uh, that, um, that I need that sort of, uh, 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 <laughs> what do you call that? I need the, the, that push to say, hey, this is how we can be a, dis a vibrant disciple maker. Yeah, I think you hit it on the nose there, Katie, because uh, just this week I was having a conversation, uh, Regina and I, with our kids, and we were trying to describe to them a few things that we remembered when we were young. Like, for example, going to the library and actually going to the card catalog cabinet to pull out a narrow drawer to flip through cards to look for a book. We spent hours doing that stuff and photocopying and projectors and all these things, but yet the world went around and assignments were done and classes were passed and schools were finished. Now all that stuff is done in a matter of seconds, but yet we still wrestle with whether we have time. So maybe it's not so much what we have time, but it's how we use our time and how we steward our time. So I totally hear you on that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the message that kind of came out of today's conversation, PT, is to be generous and our, with our time. And then once we kind of remember our mission to glorify God by being vibrant disciple makers, we would then begin to lead our families, lead ourselves and our kids. Hey, we're not just waiting around. We're not just waiting for school to start. We're not just waiting for church to gather. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's glorify God. You know, there's opportunities I think we have as we're preparing to go back to, to really have a second chance at reaching our community. We've been gone now for a few months. So when we return, they're definitely going to feel it. And so we've been trying to do little things to reach our neighbors. But, but I think as a whole church, we can definitely be a greater influence and impact to those that live around us. Yeah. So maybe you can leave us some comments below what um, you guys have been doing, those who are listening. What have you done that can inspire us and give us ideas of how you are reaching your neighbors, how you're reaching one another, maybe what you're doing in your groups in your gatherings, and I know the groups are meeting uh, online and that's been going well. And um, yeah, tell us what are some of the things that you have found helpful to invest into each other's lives? Sounds great. Okay, well, we might continue this topic next week because I'm kind of excited about being able to continue to serve and continue to live for God and not just be waiting around. So how about we want to continue this next week? Yeah, let's do that. We could get down to even more applications for disciple making. Yeah, maybe if people would leave some comments, that would spur us on to uh, give us some ideas on what to talk about too. All right, so we'll see you all next time. All right, bye.